This is the God in All Things podcast, rooted in Ignatian spirituality and seeking the presence of God in the everyday. How do you understand the Bible? I recall a 1998 song by Burlap to Cashmere called Basic Instructions. It used a commonly employed initialism of the word Bible, basic instructions before leaving earth. It raises all kinds of bad theology and perpetuates Christianity's focus on the afterlife as more important than our time here on earth. When everything is directed beyond our earthly life, it seems our earthly life is for little more than preparation for heaven. We know that Ignatian spirituality directs our attention on the gifts God has given us in this world, here and now. It calls us to discern how to live as our true selves and build up God's kingdom on earth. The other concern about viewing the Bible as basic instructions before leaving earth is that the Bible is far from a set of basic instructions. Tim Mackey, co-founder of The Bible Project, says we often assume the Bible is like a moral rule book of divinely approved behavior. When we turn to all of the stories about characters in the Bible, um, what we expect to find are moral examples of like people that you should be like to make God happy, something like that. Um, But the problem, of course, is when you actually read the stories about the people in the Bible, almost all of them are involved in murder and sex scandals, you know? I mean, they're not people you actually want to be like most of the time. The stories in the scriptures serve two specific purposes. They tell us a particular people's experience of God, and they act as a kind of mirror to ourselves so we can learn more about who we are in the context of God's great story. People often struggle with the fact that God seems pretty wrathful in the Hebrew Bible, the Old Testament, but is incarnated as a compassionate and nonviolent lover in Jesus. If the various books and stories in the scriptures are the story of a certain people's understanding of God, then this can make more sense. We see how the biblical authors put God on the side of the Israelites in war and named God as the cause of their enemy's destruction. People use God in this way even today, attributing certain outcomes, especially when it involves harm to an enemy, to God. The Bible reveals that our image of God has evolved and moved closer to the truth, as we see in the person of Jesus Christ, a God of true, unconditional love and companionship. Our own images of God evolve as we grow and mature in our own spiritual life. Now this doesn't mean we don't indeed see a theme of God's faithfulness throughout the Hebrew Bible. In fact, this is the second purpose of the stories. They reveal to us the ways we have continued to turn away from God despite God's faithfulness. That is the larger message conveyed. Jesus himself used stories to hold a mirror to us. Parables lead us to ask questions about who we are and how we're loved and forgiven. When the Bible is treated as a moral manual, 
then we can easily find ourselves cherry-picking content to support our own moral paradigm. But if we view the Bible as a collection of human stories, stories of how we are trying to come to know and relate to God, then we see a greater pattern, a greater truth. Ignatius understood the transformative power of story. The spiritual exercises is not only an entrance into Jesus' story, but into our own. We discover that Jesus' story is our story, and it's the story of humanity. As we pray with the scriptures, we see certain patterns in ourselves. We discover parts of ourselves in the worst parts of the biblical characters, but we also see the true selves underneath that which Jesus is calling us to. The exercises remind us, through Jesus, that it's not just about where we've come from and where we're going, but how to live now. Ignatius takes this further, essentially treating our own lives as a kind of living scripture. We pray not only with the Bible, but the narrative of our own lived experiences. We can hear God speak through our story, our memories, our hopes and dreams, our human struggles. The examine prayer is essentially an imaginative prayer using our daily story. If the Bible is a record of humanity's encounter with God, then are not our lives a continuation of scripture, of that encounter? We can speak quite eloquently about sacred scripture being divinely inspired and alive, yet we cannot forget about our own sacred story, our own encounter with the living God. Ignatian spirituality values the sacredness of both these texts. I encourage you to visit the post that companions this podcast at GodInAllThings.com to hear more from Tim Mackey on having an open mind when approaching the Bible. There's also a link to a three-part interview I did with him and his co-founder, John Collins, a few years ago. And as always, connect with all our other resources at GodInAllThings.com and IgnatianResources.com. If you enjoy this podcast and you haven't yet left a review on Apple Podcasts, please do so. It helps spread the wisdom of Ignatian spirituality to more people. Be well, and God bless. Thank you.